and welcome to One Leg at a Time, brought to you by Pride of Detroit on the POD cast. Pride of Detroit.com, Pride of Detroit on Twitter, Pride of Detroit on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Pride of Detroit. Bam, 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 bam. We're back after the bye week, uh, probably for the best, because I am Christopher Fett, the adequate host at Christopher Fett on Twitter. And the reason why I say it's for the best is Ryan Matthews, the rock god at Ryan underscore POD. Ryan, you would have been emptied out on the Lions bye week considering the state of the games we had. Yeah, I, I would have been in, I would have been in deep trouble. Um, for, for reference, I'm in a football pool with, uh, with some coworkers and uh, we pick college games and we also pick professional football games. Um, I only got five games, right. Oof. And from what an entire weekend. <laughs> and from what you were telling me before we started, and I'm sorry for breaking the, uh, papal seal of silence but uh you're already in deep over what happened with ram with the uh, ravens dolphins game yeah i wasn't happy about uh the way that the baltimore ravens played on thursday night football you were live, oh, you were live betting folks it. yeah well I, I i was pre-game betting it too it was looking it was looking like an absolute lock i had the ravens at minus two and a half and the under at 56 and it was right around even money Three quarters of the way through that game, I'm going, okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Baltimore just needs to score a touchdown. And then when they finally did it, it was too little, too late. We got Robert Hunt. We got a right guard who's diving and trying to score a touchdown and got everybody, everybody in Twitter, everybody in the Twitterverse. That just is like, such, that is such an NFL, minds. that is such an NFL blogger Twitter thing being like, Oh my God, this guard scored a touchdown. It was the best touchdown of the year, even though it doesn't count. Shut up. I, I saw tweets that were like Harbaugh should decline the flag just because of how cool that was. Why? I don't even know if you can, can you decline that penalty? No. And, and even, even if it, even if it was legal like, touching, <laughs> You play to win the game. So I'm sorry that you can't get your rocks off on fat guy touchdown. <laughs> I'm really glad that you are poo-pooing on this too, because I was, oh, I, 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 I was, I was unsure of whether or not I was just being a curmudgeon because the Ravens were in my wallet taking money from me. Or if I was being a like rational person thinking, no, like, I, it's I a just, really stupid thing to get all I, like I, worked up about. I feel like that. It feels like NBA Twitter invading NFL blogger Twitter yeah. with that kind of mentality being like, oh, that should count. He should, he should <laughs> because of the effort and everything. And like, oh my God, we're, we're giddy about this. It's like, I'm sorry. This isn't, this is the NFL. It's not midweek matching. You're not going nuts over, you know, Buffalo, New York over here. Like, what are we doing? I don't know what we're doing, Chris. I, I know what we're doing on here, though. Yeah. Well, first, this is this is the uh, drunk version of the of one leg at a time. You've got some. Was that Coke and Wild Turkey? I'm just, you know, kind of unwinding, relaxing after day drinking a, day. Uh, after after a long week. I mean, five days for a teacher is a lot in a row. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm emptying out the plumb line. I started this this week. Um, I had already, if you had caught me on the POD cast, I was already three Sapporo deep. I ordered some sushi. I polished off half a bottle of sake that had been sitting in my fridge for a while. I needed to clear out. And then I cracked the plumb line and I was like, oh my God, um, this tastes just like juice. I'm in trouble. 
That's a California meal right there, Chris. Is that what the, someone, someone tagged me and said, I like California food. I wasn't sure what that meant. Maybe that's what it means. I think that's what it means now. Anyway, uh, before we get off the rails and before I start just talking about, speaking of undeserved praise, talk yammering about the Pistons, we shall get right to the betting, shall we? So first off, last week, uh, last time we were on, what would that have been? That would have been week, uh, it was the week Eagles eight, right? Week, yeah, uh, two week weeks eight. ago. We got a little hosed. I feel good about myself, though, because all my picks were feeling good. My picks of New England plus four and a half. My uh, the oddball of the week that hit as well. The Bengals and Jets over 42 and a half. Uh, Ryan, you had the over in the Eagles Lions game. And that went over for the wrong reasons, but it wasn't over. It counts. It counts. And Bronx bet gets back to scorching hot winning ways with Justin Herbert under 291 and a half passing yards, which I said was inflated in my best Trenton voice. And the Trentonite one. Well, here's the thing. I'm really glad that we didn't record a show last week because um, in my Beth, in my Beth, in, in my, my Beth, in, in my best Ruth from Ozark voice, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to the NFL, apparently. Well, by uh, hold on. Before I let you do that, I, I just remembered something because I saw it this morning on Good Morning Football. Bronx bet the hottest thing to ever come out of podcasting. Pete Schrager is fucking like jacking our swag. It oh, was out whole, in front of the whole Wall Street thing. Yeah, the Wall Street thing with those guys. Like, what are you doing? That was our bit. Yeah, they spoiler alert. They've been doing that for a while, but that's not fair to us because we technically have stolen this from from me. No, from SBB. a segment I did. Well, no, yeah, no, no. This was a segment I've been doing on Fox Sports Radio for two and a half years called Bronx Talk with uh, Andy Furman and Brian O, and I stole and adapted for us. So I, I am self-plagiarizing. I, I will say, can, can we at least say that this is a spiritual successor to what SVP did? Oh, Pulse of the Nation? Yes. No, absolutely. No, no. Like, as soon as I was, so some, on Fox Sports Radio, someone else did Bronx Bet before me, and as soon as I heard it, I'm like, that's Pulse of the Nation. And he had never heard of Pulse of the Nation. But if you want to find some good history and homage to times when ESPN Radio didn't suck, Go back and look for up for the Scott Van Pelt show, Pulse the Nation, because that is um, magical. That was my childhood. Uh, speaking of not suck, let's do that with our picks this mm. week. I like that oath. To start with, I am going to start rummaging in the absolute trash to start us off. By the way, I think we've put on the moratorium, no more betting the Chiefs. I've told you straight up, you can't bet the Chiefs anymore. I, I, I don't want to. I hate yeah. that football team so but much. You are still betting the Bucs, and I'm still pissed off at you because you are laying nine. You want to lay nine and a half points, Buccaneers at Washington. Tell me why I should let you do this. I am not a fan of the Washington football team, especially with whatever they have going on at quarterback. Taylor Heineke, I... I mean, the guy, 13 turnover-worthy plays this year. I think if there's an opportunity for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense to, to kind of right the ship, they're coming out of a bye week. I don't, I don't really – it doesn't bother me all that much, the Antonio Brown news about not being able to suit up for this week. Um, you got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. Uh, again, coming off the bye week, I, I think – but between that and 
I mean, they're they're playing at Washington, so I mean that's the three point advantage right there. So you're telling me that the Bucks are only getting six and a half. Yeah, but that's on the road, man. Like that's... I know, but I I don't care. Like this is the team that if you go on DraftKings right now, they're at my they're at plus four twenty five to win the Super Bowl. They are the overwhelming favorite to win the Super Bowl. If they are the best team in the NFL, then they have to beat Washington by nine and a half. It's going to happen. I'm manifesting it right now, Chris. Tom right. Brady, Teflon Tom, all that good stuff, whatever. Don't eat tomatoes because, I don't know, they'll inflame you, whatever. Listen, Go Tom Bucks. Brady seems the sensible one this, uh, after the Aaron Rodgers stuff. So let's not, let's not get on him about tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes much either. We can't go there, Chris. We can't go there. We're not you're talking about minus, We're not talking about Packers on this t- podcast. You're taking Bucks minus nine and a half. I am uh, respectfully dissenting. However, we will still lock in that bet. All right. Um, my t- my turn though is I am rummaging in the garbage. I am going full. I am going full raccoon mode in this. I've you've got me in the garbage of the NFL, and I'm sifting around, and I'm like just loving what I'm finding, and then I'm going up into the the roof of your uh, detached garage, and I have a nest up there, and I'm <laughs> keeping the garbage up there to feed my children. I am looking at bills at Jets. And let me tell you why I'm looking at Bills and Jets. Particularly, I'm looking at the total in this game on DraftKings right now as of Friday, 47 and a half. Now, you be, might be thinking to yourself, what the hell are you thinking taking this total? Because I'm taking the under on this game. And here's why. You might be thinking, what the hell are you doing taking the under on a game when the Bills on their point differential are plus 117 and the Jets are minus 107? Those are like, that is a huge disparity on point differential, but hold up a second. And let me tell you this. So a lot of that point differential for the bills comes from two games. They blank the dolphins week two, 35, nothing. And they blank the Texans 40 to zero. Okay. So that's like 75 points that we just wipe out right there. If we take those two games, we do what Jeremy does. Take those two games off the board. I was noticing what you're doing. This is the old Jeremy tactic. This is the Jeremy tactic jets. Let's take their, their blanking of the 26 to nothing Broncos in week three off the board. Not that far ago, though, they got blanked by the Patriots. But as I liked, I mean, they didn't get blanked by the Patriots. But it was like 54-13. That would be what? Uh, quick maths, 41 point, di- minus 41 differential. Take that off the board, too. 31, but yeah. No, 40. 54 minus 13. Oh, Okay, I dude, I you're, teach you're English. the teacher. I teach you're English. Te- I teach okay. English. Okay, well, you got you got an excuse then. You got an excuse. You're more concerned about Thank Shakespeare you. than than arithmetic. I can respect that. I can, every everyone should be like you. Um, my point is that it's not that far apart as you think. Buffalo, their defense is like the best in like Buffalo by DVOA on offense is, I believe, nineteenth ranked. They have a high DVOA because their defense is number one and it's not even close. Like, so I, I don't know how much I like Mike white. Everyone's kind of jumped on the meme wagon on Mike white, much like they were jumping on it for Robert hunt. I don't know if I trust Mike white in this situation, but uh, look, I, I expect this game to be messy, sloppy. I don't think the bills have exactly played well on offense 
I'm going to take the under in this game, under 47 and a half. I'm, I'm okay with it, but I want to, I want to look at the jets when it comes to their, their results in over unders over the course of the season, oh, their no. first, their first five games of the season, all under their last five games, all over. So you're saying it's time to invert again. I, I think, I, I think if we're playing, if we're playing the roulette wheel right now, we, we might want to spin it in the opposite direction. So I, I don't mind the under here because here's the other, here's the other aspect of it. Two weeks ago against Miami, Buffalo only scores 26 points. Last week against the Jaguars, they only score six. I, I want to throw that Jags-Bills game out, though. Like, that's, as I said, crazy stuff happens in the NFL. But still, like, to your point, though, there, this isn't exactly an offense firing on all cylinders right now. It, it, it's, not, it's not humming along by any means, I don't think. Yeah. And the Jets are scoring in bunches, but they're scoring against bad, like, bad defenses. Like, I think yeah. that's going to go down when they play the Bills' defense. Yeah. It's going to be like, it's going to be like a little, not as bad as Bill's Jags, but it's going to be a low scoring game. All yeah. right. Next bet here. This is this. I don't know if we do locks of the week or anything, but you are all over this game right now. You are all over. Let me make sure that the line is probably changed by the time you were listening to the sound of our voice on DraftKings right now, as of Friday around four 30 PM Eastern time Titans, Minus two and a half hosting the Saints. You're all over this one. Uh, I actually I, I put too much money on this game. I'm I'm a little nervous. Um, oh, you're you're cursing it already. Yeah, no, I'm not because I am so confident. This is we don't have a lock of the week with any of this because that's I don't know that's too that's late. It's it, yeah, it's it's lame. We have way cooler superlatives that we're going to get to in segment two. But if there's a game that I feel as confident in as any this week, no Alvin Kamara just ruled out not playing for the saints this weekend. So Trevor Simeon and Mark Ingram against the world. I mean, look at what the Titans have done recently too. I mean, they have played some really tough opponents and they have come out on top. Like who thought they would do this without Derrick Henry either especially last week when they beat the Rams 28, 16 in Los Angeles. Right. Although I think they got helped with that. That's the rare, but inevitable Matt Stafford, bad game. You're going to have every now and then. I I agree, but take it back another week. They, Mm -hmm. they win that crazy game in Indianapolis in overtime. They, they were the ones that kind of, they, they were the ones that brought, Hey, are the chiefs not that good to the forefront when they beat them 27 to three. Um, I am definitely all over the Titans in this one. Like, here's the thing. You might be hearing this right now, and Chris just said that the spread's at minus two and a half. This is a spread that I would be comfortable taking at five and a half, six. Oh, yeah. I, I'd go up I, to three. I'd, I'd, I would stop probably after, like, I don't know, three and a half. The Titans are at home playing the Saints. Need I remind you what the Saints did last week Against the Atlanta Falcons at home. The <laughs> New Orleans Saints have Trevor Simeon at quarterback. They are they are not they are not it right now. I don't know. I I don't know. They I beat your I, Bucks two weeks ago though, at home. Oh blech, whatever. We wiped that one away. You you said it, Chris. Wild stuff can happen in any week, but not this week. 
Titans. No, I, I like the pick. I just, I don't yeah. think I want to look to their past thing, but yeah, I think that the Titans are probably giving you at two and a half, maybe even at three and a half good value. Yep. Well, let's take another one that thinks on value. And this one, I feel like this is the, uh, this is the game where I feel like we're going to be like staking our takes on this game. And I said, we need to get away from public teams, but here we are back at the well with the Rams. I don't like taking another favorite this week, but I am all over just bare, like taking a shovel and burying the San Francisco 49ers burying them in the goddamn dirt. This is Monday night football too, by the way. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> At, like, I know I'm taking a road favorite. Mm-hmm. I know I'm taking the Rams after they got smacked around by the Titans. But come what? Like, as I was trying to say, and you know, maybe a scrap, the scraps gets up this week. Maybe not just because of our release schedule, but what has what have the 49ers shown that they are good at this year? What is the one thing I, I I understand that there's three wild cards this year. I understand they might still make the playoffs, but I'm sorry, there's no more excuses for Kyle Shanahan at this point. The like I, I don't want to hear the injury bug again. And I don't want to hear that he needs time to start Trey Lance because he has time to start him right now. And he's still going with Jimmy Garoppolo, which like, and Jimmy's throwing a lot of, 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 of yards for you, but your teams are still losing badly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it can't just be that Robert Sala fucked off to New York and suddenly you're lost, unable, unable to do anything on defense when you still have like all that personnel there. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And I don't think Kyle Shanahan being offensive guru is going to matter when Aaron Donald is chewing on Garoppolo's fibula. Here's what I have to say about this. Everything that, that you're laying down, I'm co-opting, but let me, let me take you to the numbers real quick. The 49ers have covered just twice this season and they were both on the road. They have not done well at home. They, they have, I mean, looking at their home games this season, lost to Green Bay, lost to Seattle, lost to Indianapolis, and lost to the Arizona Cardinals led by Colt McCoy last week. Not good, Bob. Not good at all. Yeah. On the okay. flip side, mm-hmm. here's the one thing I want to say about the Rams. They've only covered three times this year, but two of those games have come on the road. Once against Seattle when they beat them 26-17, they were two and a half point underdogs and against the giants uh, or no, sorry. They're they're They were favored by two and a half and then they were favored by seven and a half against the giants when they molly them. So I, w- what are we looking at the spread right now, Chris? Are we looking at like Rams minus three, Rams minus three and a half, three and a half, four and a half. I I'm fine with either of them. Cause it's, it's time to like, as you said at the top, like it's time to buried a live match, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Right. And I'm not ruling out another bad game for Stafford in this one, but at the same time, like I, I, I don't think the, the Rams, I don't think they're going to be playing. They're not going to be playing Odell Beckham jr. Anyway. I don't think that really moves the needle on their odds for the super bowl yeah. either, but guess what? It doesn't need to, when they got Robert Woods and fucking Cooper cup and Tyler Higby and all these other weapons that they're just rolling out there, steamrolling over you. Yeah. And, and, and the one other thing too, 
like they didn't have Von Miller last week. If Von Miller plays this week, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, that defense is finally getting out there. Jimmy Garoppolo, he he's not a fan of pressure. Yeah, well, he, he's he's gonna like he he can probably get it off to George Kittle, but Brandon Ayuk's gonna be taken out of the game. I'm trying to think of another wide receiver I can even name on their roster well, right now. I, so so Debo Samuel has been like their top target and their main yeah. guy, but like. Brandon Ayuk has essentially been neutralized by the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is just who bad. he is. Yeah. Yes, bad. Yeah. So and Debo, I, like as you say, Debo, like if you're getting Ramsey and Von Miller, like you can neutralize both those guys depending on, depending on what the game plan is. Now, I will say that uh, looking on Green Line, fifty-seven percent of the cash is coming in on San Francisco when eighty-one percent of the tickets are on LA. But you know what? I'm going to ride with the public a little bit on this one because yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing the Niners have shown me that says they are worth like they're worth taking the investment. No, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> now maybe if they beat the Rams, I will re I will reevaluate that. But for right now, no. And those are our main four. We've got some more after this. We're, we're doing a superlative bet. We're doing Lions coverage. That's coming up next. Daily double Bronx bet, but Lions are eyeballing north of a touchdown again that they're catching against another opponent. And once again, Ryan, the usual suspects are out here taking the Lions, the upset special. We're going to see if we agree or disagree up next on One Leg at a Time from Pride of Detroit. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. And welcome back to One Leg at a Time, where we are gambling on the NFL and hoping to make some money so I can go and afford Elden Ring when it comes out in three months because... uh, People are playing that right now on the network test, and uh, I need $60 right now to go pre-purchase that game. Uh, I'm going to get you $60 during this segment, Chris. You can Let's go. Let's go. People giving me money, that would be a first <laughs> in my life. All right. 
So last week we did, what was it? Oddball of the week where we took the Bengals at Jets over 42 and a half. And we told you that was probably going to happen because Bengals were minus 11 on the road. I don't, did the Bengals hit that week on minus 11? Oh, they lost to the Jets, but that game was a shootout. That was the Mike White game. That was the Mike White game. That was the, that was the Mike White coming out game. So we, we got that. We got a new superlative of the week though. And coming up in about five minutes at like, you know, three minutes after we pick this one, we'll talk about the lions game, but Ryan, what is our superlative of the week? It is the caution to the wind pick. Yeah, we are. We are throwing it. And by it, I mean caution. And we are throwing it to the wind because the Carolina Panthers, the dysfunctional Carolina Panthers, who Chris, can you can you just give us the the calculus? Can you can you break down the uh, the uh, trigonometry that happened here with the uh, Carolina Panthers quarterback situation? Yeah. So can we talk about this? Can, can we talk about um so for those who missed the news, the camp, the, the Carolina Panthers are bringing back Cam Newton. Now I, for one, didn't know Cam Newton used to play for the Panthers. That is a, I, that was a shock and a revelation to me. A lot of those uh, Jersey swaps were really, really uh, popping on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't they, believe how good they were. They, they, they came out real fast too. They just had them ready to go. People just make a lot of them and keep them around. So anyway, so Sam Darnold got traded from the New York Jets who were going to move on from him anyway to go to Zach Wilson and then eventually to Mike, Mike White. They moved on from Darnold. Carolina traded the sixth round pick in 2021 plus second and fourth round selections in tw- for 2022. Now that's, that's for next year. So like in the year calendar year, 2022, they'll get a sixth round pick 2023, second and fourth, three picks were given up for the Carolina Panthers slam Sam, land Sam Darnold. Who's the and starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers now, Chris? It's well, I it's going to hold on to your garters when I tell you it's not going to be Sam Darnold. Yeah, because he's on the old IR now. And Cam Newton's back. Cam Newton's back. And the important thing is, while Cam Newton is just getting back. I don't know if Kyler Murray is going to play in this game. No. Kyler Murray, yeah, is going to be another game-time decision. Colt McCoy can't do this twice twice in a row. It's not allowed. Granted, granted, Arizona has the second-ranked DVOA defense out there. Perfect. Just just the time for Cam Newton to come back. That's why I'm throwing caution to the wind. The Cardinals do have a good defense, but 10.5 points – is what Carolina is getting on the road. I'll, I'll, I'll take the 10 and a hook. I'll take okay. the 10 and a hook and go to war with Cam Newton. It is also a West team coming East as well. And we know how those kind of historically do. Yeah. All right. Uh, the time where I was dreading getting into the lions coverage. So uh, once again, the usual suspects are back picking the lions as their upset specials of the week. This is now the fifth time they've done it. Steelers are laying seven and a half at home against the Lions. The total in this game is 42 and a half. We have a couple of props, but first we should talk about the total and spread. Where are you at, Ryan? I'm, I'm being sucked into it, Chris. You're, you're joining the usual suspects. Are you going to take the upset special? Are you going to take Lions plus seven and a half? 
betting on Jared Goff is just a surefire way to get hurt. But I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to do it anyways because they are getting all those points on the road coming out of the bye week. I don't think the steel. I mean, the Steelers. I don't I, here. Here's what I see. I think that the Lions will be able to generate a nice little pass rush. And I think that's the way to frazzle. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger at this point in his career. We know that his average depth of target is very similar to what Jared Goff is doing in Detroit. Like instead of running the ball, they're doing the same thing that the Lions are doing. They're passing the ball. Uh, getting when, off when to Pat Firemuth, getting out to Najee Harris, getting off to Deontay Johnson, who's kind of this like yak wide receiver in the in the mold of uh, Golden Tate in a few of their games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I the other thing I and, and let's transition into yeah because I, I want to get hurt by the Lions again. So I'll, I'll take the I'll take the points and the Lions. I mean the, the the logic is there on paper that it's you know you're coming off of a bye. You're getting the hook on a touchdown. You've been in close games before. If the Lions don't cover on this game, actually, to be honest, Ryan, it might be it might be getting tricky time if that happens. Yeah, it uh, it, it, I don't know. Here's the thing. The Lions need to, as, as, as we talked about in the podcast and as, as you pointed out, uh, when we were on our, when we were on the POD cast, the lions just can't have another Eagles game happen. They can't get blown out like that again. And uh, otherwise, like you said, things, things will start to get a little tricky. Yeah. So what do you think on the total then? If, if we're going lion seven and a half, I almost want to take the over. I, I, I want the under, you want the under. Okay. Yeah. I want the under in this game because I can totally see this game playing out in a similar fashion to Jags bills from a week ago. Just can, nasty in the dirt, kind of just awful, lots of turnovers, but nobody moving down the field, nobody capitalizing on mistakes. Nobody wants to win the football game. Okay. Like the, the, the Steelers don't really want to be AFC North contenders. <laughs> Why the, would they? The, the Lions really don't want to win a game because they want to have the number one overall pick. That's where I'm at with it. Like neither team really wants to win this game. And it's just going to be just a bunch of ugly mess. I'll take the under. So we're taking lions plus seven and a half under 42 and a half. Uh, you've got a couple of props here. Now for me, I like, we've been doing player props a lot in these games just because the totals and the, un, and the, and the spreads are kind of getting us really sad. Um, I like Pat Fryermuth. I'm, I'm going to defect and go over to the Steelers side of this game. Pat Fryermuth receptions on DraftKings right now. The prop is at three and a half. I like the over. I think they've been using Pat, Pat Fryermuth very well. And I like over three and a half receptions of Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. And I mean, how long have we been beating the, uh, the, the dead horse of the lions can't cover tight ends? Uh, seems like many, many, many years. Um, it goes all the way back to the Jim Caldwell days. <laughs> probably before that. So I tried looking to see if there was anything out there for Eric Ebron. And unfortunately his name is not listed here. Damn it. No revenge game for EE. But with that being said, I think that there, while, while neither team is going to do a lot to score points to win this game, 
I both see them relying heavily on the two guys that have got them to this point in the season. So there's a prop that's on DraftKings. Um, it's it's under uh, it's under like a, a special tab, but you'll find it as a prop. It's DeAndre Swift and Najee Harris over 174 and a half rushing yeah. and receiving yards combined. So over 174 and a half yards from scrimmage. Uh, so this is on their weekly specials fresh from the field is where you can find this at minus 110. So it's pretty close to even money. You're talking about 88 yards a piece from each of these guys for, uh, on, uh, you know, on the ground through scrimmage the air, yards. scrimmage yards. We have to make that clear. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, 88 yards from each of these guys. I, I think Najee, even if you want to say, Hey, like Deandre Swift, you know, his last few games, um, not, not great. I mean, last, you know, two weeks ago against the Eagles, you know, 27 rushing yards with 24 receiving yards. You're, you're talking about just over 50 some odd yards there. But I mean, I, I, I'm looking at his, his track record and it, it's consistently right around the, the, the 70, 80, 90 yards. I think Harris can pick up the slack. That's, that's yeah. where I'm at with it. Yeah, no, Harris has been fantastic for them. Yeah, if it wasn't for Jamar Chase, people would be talking about Najee Harris being the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. All right, what you got for me on Daily Double? Daily Double, this is where we give Brian a chance to put together a two-way parlay. Spoiler alert, Brian puts together a lot long, a lot longer parlays than two ways all the time, even though it's sucker. Parlays are sucker bets, but he doesn't care yeah. because he likes long shots. Right, I mean... If you're not living, you're dying. Mm. Didn't Matt, Matthew McConaughey say that? Matthew McConaughey says a lot of things. <laughs> Parlays are sucker bets, and I totally agree with Chris. If if you're doing anything longer than like two legs, you're you're just well. It's just it's probably I mean, giving Vegas money. You can have if you go in knowing that you're not if you're going for long shot bets and you just want to have some fun, that's one thing. If you're trying to turn like $5 into a couple hundred or whatever for a good weekend, cool, whatever, fine. It's it's low risk, high reward. But I think for a lot of, a lot of the professionals I work with, they're all about marginal value because they're, they're, they're making all these bets at like volume or they're making all these bets with the intention that that's their livelihood. They look at parlays as sucker bets. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Um, but regardless, this is the daily double of the week. Chargers on the money line. You can get them at DraftKings at minus 165. Parlay that with the Dallas Cowboys bouncing back. They have the Atlanta Falcons coming to town. This has to be a get right game for the Cowboys. Parlay these two together. You're at just at about even money plus 102. So, yeah, and Cowboys, I mean, like, if you like these games individually, like Cowboys, you have to lay money line is like minus 380. Yeah. Chargers individually minus 165. Like, if you're, if you're strong on both these games, it makes sense to get the value out of parlay in this. Yeah, I, I think I think that's, that's a great point, Chris, because if you even, if you wanted to try to make the Cowboys game palatable, as a single game bet, you have to go to the spread. I don't know how great I feel about the Falcons getting eight points against the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, you can always tease it down, but teasers, that's another story for another time. Let's tease something else. 
let's go to the Bronx, shall we? These guys have been uh, on mixed levels of fire and it's starting to get cold up there. And as we've said, we've got, you know, Pete Schrager on Wall Street. We've got the echoes of Scott Van Pelt still up in in uh, Fenway Park. And we've got our boys down here ripping off from Andy Furman and Brian No, which you can find on Fox Sports Radio, which I work on, by the way. Let me get that plug in real quick. <laughs> and let's uh, let's go there. Let's see what what bet they have for this week. So let me freaking tell you something here. I wake up today and there's like my entire fucking Facebook. Is it meta now? Is that what we're calling it? Meta? Like meta world fucking peace over here? Look, I don't I don't understand Zuckerberg at all. What a what a yeah, what a, he, what, a, what, a, what kind of a guy is that? What he pasty looks, he little looks, motherfucker over here. He looks artificial. He looks he artificial. artificial. He is artificial. He wants to live in an artificial world. Like he wants to live plastic on plastic. We don't judge free love, all that kind of stuff. But my point is that on my Facebook feed, everyone, every freaking broad I used to know from the Jersey Shore is out here with the fucking star charts, all right? And they're freaking chakras. And they're trying to tell me how Travis Scott is conducting sat- satanic fucking rituals over here. I don't get it. Like if, 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 if someone was conducting a fucking satanic ritual, I think there'd be more blood. I think there would be more, I don't know, bats. There'd definitely be more goats. I didn't see any of those at the Travis Scott concert. Trust me, I've been to concerts where there's been goats. Yeah, I don't think it's totally satanic. I, I, I took I took a few of my buddies, actually. We saw Travis Scott back in 2013 in Ypsilanti, Eastern Michigan Eagles gym. Travis Scott's the opener. And he's he's yelling for people to riot and he's yelling for people to disregard security. That wasn't happening, but here's what is happening. The Cleveland Browns. You like that segue? You like I do like that segue. Everyone's everyone. My guy Colin is out here and he's fucking like, you know, screaming at Baker Mayfield nonstop. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield's over here still living in like whatever the fuck the uh, the Browns stadium is handing out fucking nacho cheese. (laughs) Or whatever, like, good God! I could you imagine living at, at at the Meadowlands? You'd die. You would. You would die, Ryan. You would I, fucking die in the Meadowlands. I, I think one of those reasons I would die, and you know this about me, Chris. I love nacho cheese. So I mean, I wouldn't be handing out nacho cheese. I would be. I would be sitting underneath that. Thing, no, I fill, think I think it's my more, mouth with it. I think it's more like you'd go outside to go get some groceries, and you get torn apart by a pack of fucking Jersey dogs. That's what would happen. Don't don't go to the Meadowlands at night. That's all hey, I'm saying. You know who's going to get torn apart by a bunch of Cleveland Brown dogs? You Mac Jones. It, Mac freaking Jones. You see this 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 motherfucker over here. You see this 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 Stronzy over here. He's trying to grab uh, who was that by his leg? Uh, Burns. Burns. Brian Burns. He's trying to Brian Burns. He's grabbing him by his fucking ankle here, like he's like a kid in 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 high school, in, like PE class. Like what the fuck are you doing, little man? And he's rolling over it and twisting on it. That's that man's livelihood. Yeah, this is this ain't the fucking WWE. It it certainly isn't, Chris, because you can't cut a promo anymore. There's no more taunting in this league. There's no more. There's no more energy. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me what I wanted to lead with because Cassius Mosh 
listen, I went to church. I, I'm going to go to church. I didn't get it because it was on Monday night. I didn't get to go to church. The father didn't get to smack you with me around, but I got to go there and ask him, father, father, you got to pray for cash smarts. Look at what they're doing to my boy over here. They're trying to fucking crucify this guy, not because he gave us the best fucking Cobra Kai kick in the world, but because he took too many fucking steps towards the Steelers bench. And suddenly Mike fucking Tomlin wants to be like, oh no, that's, I, I like the rule. Fuck you. Fuck you, stupid little French fries on sandwiches and fuck John Mara. You little, you little weirdo. Like <laughs> I am. Look, listen, I do think they're ruining the game. I do think guys are celebrating, but you know what? Turn that into a penalty that ruins my bet on the fucking, uh, would they play the bears? Yeah. The bears. <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit. Yeah. Excuse me, folks, but ruin my bet on the bears. Because fucking Cassius March took one too many steps to there. I am ready to go off and I need to make that money back. So we're taking Browns plus two at New England. Fuck Mac Jones. Fuck Cassius March. Yeah, I'm going to say fuck you too. Uh, fuck Tomlin. Fuck John Mara. Fuck the New York transit system. Fuck that duck that ran in the marathon. Fuck Travis Scott. Fuck Arby's for making vodka vodka flavored like french fries fuck everyone all right ladies and gentlemen i think ryan has checked out from bronx <laughs> yep and just put a bow on that yeah we can just uh close it up there thank you all for one leg at a time um we're not going to recap it this time because this one's pretty lit and uh i am almost out of plum wine so i'm gonna go get more Thank you all for tuning in. And as always, bet responsibly, and we'll see you star side. <laughs> <laughs>